Let's get these winner meetings started. Marlins coming in hot, looking to make some moves. Everyone is available apart from Sandy, maybe Jazz. Everyone is available. Marlins looking to make some serious moves. We're going to dig into all of that. Plus, again, looking back on the Reynolds availability with Alex Contreras on today's Locked On Marlins. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings from England, a joyous England, and welcome to Locked On Marlins. This, of course, is your daily Marlins podcast. I am your host, and yes, English host, Peter Pratt. Hit me up at Miami Marlins underscore UK. If you are listening to the pod, hit subscribe. If you are wondering, yes, there is a YouTube channel. Head over there if you want to see us. Look at this tree. It is fabulous. I'll take no credit. Yes, I put it up, but the kids and wife, they put the baubles on. Anyway. Welcome to the show. Winter meetings are officially open. They are in person for the first time in multiple years. Alex Contreras is joining the show. First time for many, many months. We have missed him. Alan Witz called it out on Twitter. Where is Alex Contreras? Where is the real Akon? Alan Witz, he is here. How are we doing, brother? What's up, Peter, man? So happy to be here, man. Join you once again on Locked On Marlins. Happy to say what's up to my people across the pond. You know, there super excited about the winter meetings. Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year. This might be the last time you guys see me for this year. So, <laughs> you know, I'm just so so excited to join you, Pete. Same, same, brother. It's been it's been some time. I was looking back. It's like a good couple of months when the Marlins were in the hunt. They weren't in the hunt. Things went a bit sideways. And then, you know, the, the season petered out. Anyway, let's not look back too much. Let's look ahead, mate. Winter meetings are here. We've heard a, a report today. Um, that effectively everyone is available. The Marlins are listening on anyone as they seek some bats. They need some sticks. As Jazz Chisholm said it, we need a couple of sticks. Nothing uh, wrong with that assessment. Uh, what, what, what are you anticipating for the Marlins here in this, in this like the next, what, two, three days here? Are they going to make any moves in this Man, winter, meet, winter meetings? I really hope that Kim, you know, knows how to work her phone. You know, like in the trade deadline, <laughs> that's she didn't 101. Know how to work it. <laughs> 101, baby. Is it charged? Is it charged? I'm not going to lie to you, man. I was surprised when I saw MLB Network the other day. Uh, John Morosi said that the Marlins mm. were that, that Dory Kohler's and Xander Bogarts. I was like, Xander Bogarts, get them, get out of town. You know, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it PG a little bit. Uh, you have but, to, mate. Locked on, baby. But um, yeah, man. Like honestly, I believe ten percent. Maybe we get it done. Maybe we don't get it done. But like, it would be a, a franchise changing move. You know, why not go out there and and open the wallet for a guy like Xander Bogarts? You know, um, no. I think I think there's lots of opportunities in the trade market for the Marlins. You know, mm -hmm. we really got to just make calls and see what what people want. Like people want pitching. We got pitching. We need hitting. Let's make it happen. You know, yeah. um, I just. You know, I want to be an optimist. I'm tired of being a pessimist, you know, but the, the main reason why so many of us are pessimists is because we've seen it so many times, time and time again, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, we would love to sign a guy like Aaron Judge, but it's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to open the, oh. the, 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 the wallet up for that. But like, 
why not up? Why not open up the wallet for a Xander Bogarts or a Carlos Correa or somebody like that? You know, we need somebody to compliment Jazz Chisholm. We need somebody to compliment this offense. We can't just keep banking on like uh, uh, second tier guys. You know, like no disrespect to Jorge Soler or Abby Garcia, the skinny Abby Garcia. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we need to really put like some product on the field that that people are going to want to go out there, support, and back up the team. Like, what, what are you telling me right now? People only want to go and see Sandy Alcantara. And obviously, he's a Cy Young winner. Shout out to mm-hmm. S- Sandy. Bro. Sandy, we so proud of you, baby. We so proud of you. Cheers to you, Sandy. Arriba, abajo, al centro, y paletro. <laughs> I hope that's water. I don't think it is. I think it's, it's holy water. <laughs> it's holy. <laughs> no doubt about it. Um, but I think Morosi's point, that, you know, <clears throat> just on that, the, the reason he's talking about Xander Bogarts to the Marlins and maybe the Marlins should be in is because they should be in. That's the point is like, it's a perfect fit to go and get one of these shortstops, a position of serious need for the Marlins to go and pull the trigger on one of these dudes. It makes a ton of sense, more sense than many other teams. But of course, you know, the investment is clearly a problem. And it sounds like the you know all the clubs have had a, a recent windfall with some sort of sale to Disney or something. Every team's got thirty million more than they they had before. I don't know. I, I just can't see the Marlins being big spenders. Clearly, but to your but, point though, the pitching they have tons of it. They need to get some sticks. Who are you thinking? You know, if they swing one or two deals here to go and because they need multiple sticks, so it's not just one move. There has to be more than one. Which of these pitchers do you think are going to be most likely to be moved here from the Marlins? Listen, I know everybody's talking about Pablo Lopez, and mm. you know, but I, I find it hard for the Marlins to really flip Pablo. You know, at the end of the day, like Pablo is essentially one of Sandy Alcantara's best friends. You know, you look at Yuri Perez and Edward Carrera, Cabrera, how they're they're under Sandy's wing, and you love to see that. You love how Sandy's become a leader, but man, yeah. it's going to be hard to to really part ways. And and like if you do something like that and part ways with the Pablo Lopez, you know it's gonna make Sandy upset. But you have something's got to give. You know he's got to understand like this is a business and we got to make moves to to be a winning team. Do I think the Marlins gonna go out there and be a winning team in twenty twenty three? I hope so. I hope we finish above five hundred. But right mm-hmm. now, like it's looking like crickets. You know, like can we expect the best season out of Jorge Soler and Avi Garcia and Jazz Chisholm and everybody? Is that gonna get us over the hump? I don't think so. I think we need more sticks to complement this whole lineup. Like, no disrespect to Gary Cooper. We've been talked, I've been said it. He's Mr. Glass. I'm so happy that you know he, he was an all-star and everything. But right when I hop on the train, he gets hurt. Like, damn. Uh-huh. So so it just proves to the to the point where I've been saying the whole time, like he's a he's a good player, but I need more. I need him to stay healthy. We need him on the field. Like, what are we supposed to do? Like, Lou and Diaz is gone. Jesus Aguilar is gone. So now, before it was a problem, we got too many first basemen. Now we got one first baseman, right? Half, so, half a first baseman, probably two thirds of first baseman. Yeah. Please. So, so let's let. Hey, if we can't find the first baseman, like, yeah, the Anthony Rizzo uh, uh, opportunity has sailed. You know, let's try to make something happen. Like, it's funny how people are now saying, "Oh, let's go out for a Will Myers or Miguel Sano." I've been saying that. Like mm-hmm. I like, I'm a guy that likes to think ahead, like months ahead, you know. Yeah. Um. But, like, why not give Gerard Encarnacion a, a shot at first base? You know, like since we got a, a plethora of outfielders, a plethora of pitching, we yeah. got to do something. Something's got to give. We got to think outside the box. And I hope Skip Schumacher, you know, shout out to to our new Skip, Skip, 
Welcome to Miami, Papa. <laughs> Real quick flashback. Last time I was on the show, we were talking about Don Mattingly, and I shaved it. I shaved the the, the whole beard off. Remember that? <laughs> it's, been, it's been so long that it grew back. <laughs> but anyway, hey, I'm happy that you know that that Kim has had her opportunity to really bring in a guy that she wants to say, hey, this is my guy. This is what I'm going with. You know, yeah. the, the Marlins' main theme was when when Bruce, Bruce Sherman first uh, bought the franchise was we just getting started five, six years later. What mm -hmm. the hell are we doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We've been started. So let's go out yeah. there. Let's be legitimate contenders. Let's make it happen. Like it's not going to happen with, you know, like I can understand trying to save some money and trying to spark a plug with a couple of rookies, but it's a couple of rookies, not the whole roster of rookies, you know? Um, yeah, I'm man, that's you. pretty much it. Like I, I just want open up the wallet, Bruce. Like, I know you got money. I know you're a millionaire. I know you're not a billionaire. I'm not telling you to go and be the Texas Rangers. Shout out to the Texas Rangers who opened up the wild. They brought Bruce Bochy. They got Corey Seager last year. They got Jacob DeGrom. Is that going to get him at 500? Maybe. But, hey, yeah. it's giving excitement to the fans of Texas. You know what I'm saying? Why can't we have that excitement here in Miami? Absolutely. I mean, that, that DeGrom news was – I mean, it wasn't unexpected because, like, there was talk that the, the Rangers were going to go heavy – targeting at least one of the stud pitchers that were available. I think everyone kind of sensed maybe DeGrom would probably return to New York because, I mean, he's been there forever and the Mets are obviously good and, you know, he's, he's obviously missed a ton of time. But for him to kind of up sticks, move to the Texas Rangers was a shocker for me and just shows you, like in this free agent market, I think this is the interesting bit for the Marlins. Um, the reality is money talks. Money's always talked. And you can try and make whatever fit you want geographical, historical connections. Hey, he's, he's got a house in Florida. It doesn't matter. Who's paying the most amount of dough? That's what it comes down to. And unfortunately for the Marlins, they're always going to be gazumped because they're never paying the ultimate dough. And when they do exceed the dough, they're doing it on tier two players. In Jorge Soler, in Avicel Garcia, they end up having to go beyond to, to get those guys. They end up overpaying for them. But they're a level below. They're a tier below. We do hope they bounce back, obviously. Uh, skinny Avi and hopefully uh, Jorge Soler's back can, can recover. I don't know what was going on with the backs last year because Jorge and Jazz, both of them, seriously in trouble. Um, but It's that damn artificial turf. I don't know why the hell it. we went to artificial turf. Why did we do that? I don't like, know. Well, it's probably like, hard, right? In I don't know. I mean, you, you know the climate better than me, but, you know, managing grass, is that it's probably difficult, right? The roof's always on, closed, too. Yeah, but, I mean, come on, bro. It's I better know. for your players in the long run to play on real grass. Like, why are we doing this artificial shit? Like, the NFL players yeah. a couple weeks ago were yeah. all protesting about, let's get rid of artificial turfs. And rightfully yeah. so, because Makes a lot sense. of these injuries happen because it's artificial shit. Yeah, it's true, though. The artificial turf, straight concrete. Like, I'm not buying that joke about, oh, you know, artificial turf is going to save their careers. BS. Andre Dawson, great player. His, his career got cut short why because he played on artificial turf so yeah. yeah man i don't know like i feel like mlb needs to do something about like obligating teams to not play on artificial turf like you're telling me they don't have money to put real grass on the outfield you tell yeah, me you don't have on. money to put like water water it down come on bro what are, are you kidding me is this a minor league team i mean come on well, right, well, right. don't, don't answer that <laughs> Don't answer that one. Don't answer it. Um, I tell you what, though, before we carry on, it's time to let you know about our good friends over at Bet Online. Our Bet Online good friends 
course, and it is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. I have England now as the favourites for the World Cup. Maybe Brazil favourites. I don't know. We'll see. You can get all the latest odds, trends for every professional amateur league out there. Football, basketball, soccer, and esports, they've got it all covered. It is always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix in. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Absolutely love them graphics. Hey, I'm, right, betting, so, I'm betting on the uh, I'm betting on Brazil. Let's go. You go in Brazil. Go for Pelé, yeah. baby. My condolences yeah, to that absolutely. family. He's on his last last leg of life. Yeah. Uh, a soccer legend. My dog's name is Pelé. So you know what I'm saying? I've always been a lifelong Brazil fan. And I and I got Brazil versus France. All right. That's yeah. that's the last thing I'm saying about the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, listen, I think that's that that's probably the smart money. In England, France on Saturday will be a blockbuster, potentially. Um, France looked dangerous, England looked dangerous, Brazil looked nice too. They they could kind of cruise the other side of the draw. So yeah, we'll we'll keep our eyes peeled on that. Naturally, uh, I'll be following along well. What are you drinking there anyway, by the way? That looks it looks strong. Uh, the this uh podcast is sponsored by Margaritaville Gold Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> love it absolutely love it uh, for those that are wondering this this is going out on monday but this is sunday evening and you know both of us have been watching multiple sports i've been drinking all day of course because well it's it's a day that ends with why but anyway um you know it's late in the evening here we're having fun we're catching up which is you've got to be done but Talk to me then about the news that broke yesterday. I, I recorded one part in the morning, then all of a sudden this Brian Reynolds news dropped. So he's requested a trade from the Pirates. To me, when you're, when you're in a baseball player, and like each sport is different, right? But I think when in, in Major League Baseball, if you request a trade, which doesn't happen that frequently, you're gone. Like that's the end of Brian Reynolds in Pittsburgh, in my opinion. Um the Marlins just need to pull the trigger, I think, on Reynolds, right? I mean, what's your take on him? Do you see him? I mean, you clearly we see him as a good fit, but do you, can you see the Marlins swinging this deal here and just getting their center field guy locked in? And actually, is he a center fielder? I mean, honestly, I don't see why not the Marlins can't make this happen. Everybody's on the table minus Yuri Perez. You yeah, know? absolutely. Like, I know I know that we were able to get, you know, Jacob Stallings for Zach Thompson last year. Why can't we offer somebody like Dan Castano or – or Dax Fulton. I feel like Dax Fulton's a, a, a big piece. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, it's up to the Marlins to really make this happen. You know, uh, uh, the, the Marlins have the leverage. The Pirates don't. You know, it's no. a sad situation when, when a player publicly comes out and says, hey, I'm tired of this. You know, yeah, I want I know. out. And, like, we've seen it as Marlins fans. We saw it happen with JT Realmuto. We saw it happen with Christian Yelich. A plethora of players, you know. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And, like, it's a different situation in the sense like that he's not like a John Carlos Stan. He doesn't have a $300 million uh, contract, but like when a guy says that he doesn't want to be there, then why are you going to force him to be there? You got to trade him. And like the ultimate move to say F you from the pirates would be to, Hey, ship him to Miami. And who knows what the hell, happened. you know, like the pirates have to think about what can I get? What's the best deal for us to get, to, to, to shit Brian Reynolds. They publicly, yeah. cl publicly came out and, and said, oh, we don't want to trade him. Obviously, you got to do that. Nobody wants to trade a guy like a Christian Yelich or a Mike Stanton or, or, or any of those players. JT yeah. Ramuto, perfect example. Yeah. Right? JT, we had years of control over him. But when he came and said, hey, yo, I'm sick and tired. Like, new franchise, welcome to Miami and everything. But can you count? Don't count on me. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, like, 
if Brian Reynolds is saying, hey, I don't want to be there. Yeah, he's a good clubhouse teammate, whatever. But if a guy doesn't want to be there, like, you got to ship him out. You don't want yeah. him to become a cancer. Like, no. you don't want him to spread negativity. Like, what, what do you do about the, the young prospects like a, a, a O'Neal Cruz, right? You can say he's the, the future superstar of the Pirates, but, like, you don't want him being influenced by Brian Reynolds. It's like, nah, I'm tired of this BS. You know, I yep. want to get out of here. Like, nah, you don't want that culture in your, in your, in your, in your clubhouse. At the end of the day, are the Pirates going to win the World Series next year? Hell no. Is it no. going to be another 10 years? Maybe. But, like, you want to ship somebody that doesn't want to be there. Why hold somebody hostage when they don't want to be there? And, like, no that being said, like, Brian Reynolds coming out and saying he doesn't want to be a Pirate, unfortunately for the Pirates, they're losing leverage. Why? Because guys that like teams that wanted to acquire him before that maybe would have gave a, a top prospect like a Yuri Perez for him. That's not going to happen. That no. offers off the table because the guy wants out and you don't. And like on the Marlins side of it, you don't have to give up a guy like Yuri Perez. That's what I've been arguing this whole time with that Marlin maniac. Um, <laughs> shout out to shout out to you, Marlin maniac. He, he's so yeah, hurt. No. I made a little poll said, is he is he a flip flopper? Cause he, mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes he's Kim, sometimes he's the guy in the Audi car. Maybe it's Kim in the Audi car. <laughs> so big. But, it, but anyway, like if the Marlins really want to come in and scoop him up, they can because they have a plethora of pitching. You can give up a guy like Dax Fulton. You have the luxury of giving up a guy like Sixo Sanchez. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Sixo's been hurt for a year and a half, two years now. I don't know. We saw him in, in the pandemic. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But we don't know what the hell's going to happen with Sixo Sanchez. We don't know what's going to happen with a guy like Dax Fulton or Max Myers off the table because he's hurt for this whole year. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. they're not going to take that. But, like, I'm pretty sure we have a whole list of guys that you can just go down and be like, I want this guy, I want this guy, I want this guy, I want this guy, if you want Brian Reynolds. We can make it happen. Kim, make sure your phone's not on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> make it happen. I mean... Is it charged? Yes, it is. Has she checked into the hotel? Yes, she has. They're, they're the things we know. Phone's on. She's in the hotel. Everything's all good. Kim will be ready to wheel and deal. I have no doubt about it. We're getting reports the Marlins are listening effectively on anyone other than Sandy. No problem with that. Hey, shout, is, shout out to on. that. Shout out to that. I think this is the first time ever in Marlins history, and I've been a fan for 30 years. Shout out to our 30-year anniversary coming up that they've said, this person is not available. That's going to wrap us up today, guys. Uh, join us again tomorrow to carry on this conversation with myself and Alex Contreras. Sandy Alcantara is not available. Hopefully, Jazz isn't either. But how are the Marlins going to go out there and acquire multiple sticks to make this team better in 2023? Join us again tomorrow to find out.